What's up, guys? So, uh, it's been a minute. <laughs> I'd like to introduce you guys to my show, uh, Real Meanings. My name's Bensky. Um, I uh, started podcasting. Uh, I'm just going to dive right into this. I just started podcasting um, about a year and a half ago. I was using a uh, different app, and now I really wanted to kind of get my uh, podcast out there, you know, really just uh, explore more options um, in terms of getting a bigger audience, uh, doing a bunch of different things, and <clears throat> for any of you who have heard my previous podcast, Real Meanings, uh, thank you for listening, and I will apologize right now because I am probably going to dive right back into a uh, very similar uh, topic of discussion, but I, I like starting out with it because, A, it, it kind of gives you a little taste of what Real Meanings is about, um, what you can expect from me uh, later on in, um, in, my, in my podcast. So, um, one of the biggest things about real meanings is that I am the type of person who personally, I like to overthink things, but not what I think is, um, in a negative light. I think one of the things that I do very well is just, I, I think about something and I'm like, you know, I wonder what is the real meaning behind this. I know, right? The, the name's just super redundant, um, but honestly, I, I, I want to always try to figure out what, what's really going on here. And, and, and one of the things I love to tell people, I love to talk about, is what I call the truth behind the tortoise and the hare. Um, we all know this fable or this story, the, the, the life lesson we're supposed to learn from that. And the, the story goes that there's a tortoise and a hare. And the hare is very cocky, very... Uh, very full of himself, and he challenges the tortoise to a race. And they race, and they race, and they race, and uh, at the end of the story, the tortoise wins. Tortoise wins the race, and everyone's excited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then the, the moral of the story we're supposed to walk away from this is, uh, you know, slow and steady wins the race. And I remember talking to somebody about this uh you know, out of respect to the fact that I haven't really gotten her permission to say her full name or her real name, I'm just going to call her Pooh Bear. It's a nice little nickname, like Winnie the Pooh, you know, because she's a little Pooh Bear. Anyways, um, <laughs> she's adorable. She's not fat, but she's adorable. <laughs> I don't even know if she likes honey. Whatever, Pooh Bear. <laughs> and um, so... I was talking to her about this, and this is where I was like, you know what, like, this is such crap, like, <laughs> there is no way that's actually the lesson we're supposed to be walking away from with this, and um, what I was, my point was, was I don't think slow and steady was very, first of all, like, where is that actually applicable in our lives, you know? Um, where do you ever realize like slow and steady takes the race? I, I think there's a, cause there's a difference between slow and steady wins the race and like taking your time and paying attention to detail. Um, because if we remember the story too, and I obviously gave you guys a really brief version of that story, the, the biggest reason the tortoise 
One was because the hair like got so far ahead that before he crossed the finish line, he was like, I'm going to take a nap. I'm going to get some shut eye. I'm going to, you know, do whatever. <laughs> and the tortoise just ended up, you know, passing him and beating him anyways. And, uh, you know, so like to me, the real lesson is like, don't get so cocky and arrogant that you screw up your life. You know, the, 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 the hair may have been a jerk. We don't know a lot about the hair. You know, he was clearly cocky and things like that. But like, obviously we're going off a, a children's story, but there was no indication that he was living a crappy life. You know, in fact, he was probably at the top of the top of his game. He was at the top of the top of the world. He was a winner. He was a champion. He was the fastest and everything was going well for him. And he let his arrogance and his cockiness get in the way of that. And it ruined everything. And that's the lesson I think we need to be, you know, talking to our kids about. And that's what we really ultimately need to be teaching them. Um, because slow and steady, you couldn't go to, uh, your your teachers in high school or elementary school and uh you know you have a big big project due maybe the end of the year project and uh couldn't go up to him and they're like okay where's your project you know jimmy and uh you know he couldn't be like well it's not ready yet you know but slow and steady wins the race and it's like no actually slow and steady's gonna lose the race you're getting an f you know (laughs) that doesn't work you don't you don't show up to work you know, 10 minutes past your shift, and you're like, hey, slow and steady wins the race, or, or you know, you don't, you're not closing down shop, and you guys all want to go home, and you have the one guy who's just, like, taking his time, you know, slow and steady wins the race, it's like, no, like, stop, like, you can get things done while still paying attention to detail, you know, um, I, I work in the restaurant business, and uh, at nighttime, we close the restaurant, but we don't just close it, you know, we clean, we, we do some other things, and, I'm telling you right now, if I have an employee who is, because I am I'm the, head, the head chef there, and if I have an employee who is taking 30 minutes to clean, you know, a table, and they want to say, slow and steady wins the race, it's like, no, this can be done quickly and efficiently and to the exact specifications that I want it to, that our head boss wants it to, you know, it doesn't have to be taken forever, and like, but like, we we've been instilling this idea of slow and steady winning the race and it's just not even it's just not even a real thing um when really we should have focused on hey don't be sorry about that uh don't be a jerk and don't get so cocky that you ruin everything you've got going for you already um you know that's that's the part where I feel like we really, really lost focus on. Um, you know, it's kind of like the boy who cried wolf. Th- this one's a little bit different. I think that the lesson that we teach kids is true, but there's also another lesson that we completely ignore. And, you know, the boy who cried wolf, you know, he cries wolf. You know, there's no real wolf, but everyone comes to the rescue. He cries wolf again, you know. Everyone comes to rescue, but there's no really wolf. And then it's like the third time or fifth time or a millionth time, whatever. There's really a wolf. He cries wolf. Nobody comes to help. Kids ended up getting eaten by the wolf. And it's like, don't cry wolf when there's not wolf. You know, basically saying, you know, don't don't lie about something because it might end up, you know, 
being like it just it won't be good for you in the end you know like don't I guess don't repeatedly lie about something and then when you really need help you know nobody's gonna give it to you so I and I think that's true I think we you know obviously we shouldn't cry wolf I think that's a real thing but I think the other bigger issue is at what point do we as human beings say enough's enough I'm never gonna come to your aid I'm not going to help you because you've burned me so many times. I'm not going to help you because you're just a liar. You know, for me personally, I don't know. I, I, I know there's a, you know, you shouldn't like put yourself in danger, but at the same time, like, you know, you never know that time they're actually going to really need it. And it's like, if you can, now if you can go to sleep at night, I guess, knowing that, you know, well, they cried wolf this many times, but in the one time they didn't go, like, they got eaten, like, you can go to sleep at night with that conscience, and your conscience being clear, then cool, like, yeah, fine, go to sleep like that, it's, it's fine, um, I, I, just, I can't, personally, I'm gonna keep going, I'm gonna keep going every time somebody cries wolf, and I'm gonna keep, keep offering my help, and if it's not, because the thing is, is if I get there, and they don't need help, I didn't lose anything, but maybe a couple minutes of my time, you know, but if I get there and they actually need something, then I can do something. And then I can go to sleep at night. And then I can feel like I did something. Um, that's what's so interesting to me is just the fact that, like, realistically, what did the villagers lose out on going to help the kid every time he cried wolf? Maybe a couple minutes of their day. Maybe. You know, it wasn't like he was like, help, wolf, bring all your provisions. Bring your... Bring your, uh, bring all the water you have, like, bring all the money you have, and give, you know, it's, it's just like, hey, help. Oh, n there's no wolf. Okay, bye. You know, and then the one time they didn't get up and do anything, this kid gets eaten. And it's like, yes, it's his fault, but at the same time, like, where, what point do you stop helping somebody? And for me personally, I don't. I'm not going to. That's not, I'm not going to do that. So I think that's just the, you know, that one doesn't have as big of a real meaning behind it as the tortoise and the hare, but there's just a fact that, like, our whole lives were told all of these things, and you got to figure out what the real meaning is. Now, I'm not talking about like conspiracy theories. That's not at all what I'm, you know, going on. I'm not saying like question everything. You know, the government's just a bunch of aliens or reptiles or whatever people say they are. I don't. I don't even freaking know. Um, I don't mean question everything in that, but I mean like you know, let's take a minute to realize there might be something else here that we aren't taking at face value. You know, one of the biggest things is I like to talk about. So I have a huge, 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 huge thing about um, tipping waiters and waitresses. Okay. Um, I was a waiter for like four years and uh, I made really, really good money. I was, I'm just friendly. I'm I just, I care about people and I, I just all that, all that kind of stuff. And, um, so my thing is, is if I go out to eat and I have a waiter or a waitress who literally just brings me my food, brings me my drink, doesn't get me a refill, brings me my check, basically does all the checklist things, I'm probably not going to tip them. I'll be honest. I'm probably not going to, um, because I don't want to reward that behavior. Um, when, when I was when I was waitering for for waiting, not waitering. <laughs> when I was waiting for those four years, 
um, you know, I, I learned a lot of things about people. Um, one, one of the biggest things I learned about people is that your life is nothing but choice. Um, I remember we had two girls who, uh, lost really close people in their families the same week and they both had that week off and then the next week they both came back to work and we had one who was still distraught about it. And I mean, you lost somebody. Okay, whatever. But like, didn't do well at her job. And then we had another one who did well at her job. And obviously there are some other, you know, there are different people that say their circumstances, but it was just interesting to me how they both could go through the same traumatic experience and then come back to work and do different things. And one of them was giving really crappy customer service and the other one was giving them people really good customer service. And so, because I used to feel like, hey, you don't know what they're going through. Like maybe they're having a really rough day. Maybe they got stiffed by all their other tables, you know, and then you're just going to add to that. Yeah, well, that doesn't give you an excuse to be a jerk doesn't give you an excuse to not keep trying every single time. It actually kind of goes back to the boy who cries wolf. What point do you stop trying? You don't. You don't ever stop trying. You know, that was something I learned. It didn't matter if I had a table that was a second $700 bill and I didn't get tipped and then I had another table that tipped me like 30 cents. I was going to give the exact same quality of good quality work ethic to all of my tables and I was never going to let it, let it dictate my happiness, my work ethic. Um, and I think because of that, like I paid off. And so like, if you're a waiter or a waitress and you bring me my drink, which is like, it's, that's so far not above and beyond, you know, your job. It's barely your job description. You bring me my food, which again, you know, not above and beyond or doing anything outside of your job description in any way, shape or form at all, like at all, and you don't even refill it, and you give me my check, like you just did three things that literally, if you decided not to do as a waiter or waitress, either the general manager or like a dishwasher or another waitress could do for you. But you as my waiter and waitress, like what I expect and what I feel like a lot of people expect is A, hey, check up on me, see how I'm doing, see if I need anything, see if I need some more water, see if I need some more of this, see if, you know, Maybe there was, a, maybe something wasn't cooked right. You know, check on me. Hey, fix the problem. All these, all these things. You know, being a waiter and waitress isn't just here's your food, have a good day, and then you expect me to give you five dollars on top of that. Like that's just ridiculous. You know, uh, and also you know the whole thing where people are like, oh, they're only paid like three dollars legally in the United States if they are not making like minimum wage in their state on top of what they're claiming for tips they have to get supplemented to make minimum wage anyways. So, like, I don't want to hear the whole, like, they, they have to live on this. Like, I mean, yes and no. Like, you know, it's just, anyways, it's just ridiculous. The point is, with all of this, it's like, understand more than what's happening on the surface. You know? Um... There's, there's always so much more going on than we think is going on. And that can go both ways, in a good way and a bad way. You know, you could have somebody who is a really good worker or a really good friend. One day they're just not talking to you. And you could think it's maybe a bad day, but maybe something even deeper is happening than what you see on the cover, you know, on the, on the face value of it. Um, and that's where you have to decide... Are you going to keep going or are you going to just, just ignore it? And the thing is, is we have so many things going on in the world. So many things that it's just plain ridiculous. 
and um, you know, older people want to blame millennials. Millennials want to blame older people. Uh, uh, straight people want to blame gay people. Gay people want to blame straight people. I mean, there. I, I, everyone wants to blame everyone else. I have not yet one time heard any group of any people that are angry about something going on on the planet. I don't care if it's a, like I said, if it's a gay issue, straight issue, if it's a transgender issue, if it's a black issue, white issue, uh, Native American issue, I, 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 all, all these issues. I have not heard one single group ever, ever one time come out and not blame somebody else. One, not one group sub said, hey, you know what? Here's the problems that we know are adding to it from our end. And here's what we're going to do to help. And we need your help to help us. You know, like, I'm not going to get super politically involved in any of this stuff, by the way. Like, I, I do not want to start talking about my political views on certain things. So I'm talking very, very generally. But I'll, I'll bring it back to, like, a work thing. You know, you have an employee who comes in. And it's just irate. I can't believe I'm treated this way. I can't believe that so-and-so does this to me or does this or gets all these hours and I don't get any. Not one time would that employee go, what do I need to do to be better? What do I need to do to get on this level? But instead, all they want to do is say, hey, this is unfair because this and this and this and this and this and you should change it all so that I feel better. And that's just crap. That's just the part where you cross the line for me. You need to be able to come in to a situation like that and say, hey, here's what I see. I see that this person gets treated this way. This person treats me this way, this way or whatever. What do I need to do differently so I don't get treated like this, so I get the hours, so I get... What do I need to do differently? Because I'm going to tell you right now, every single person on this planet can tell every other single person on this planet how to live their lives better. You all, we all have an opinion on that. You, you all have an opinion. I mean, some of you are listening to this and have an opinion on how I'm going to do my podcast better. You know, and some of it I do want to hear, though, by the way. I do want to actually know, know some of those things. Um, but, but um, you know, not once do you ever turn around and say, what, do I, what should I be doing? What should I change about how I'm doing this so that it works better for me and you? Um, and I think that's really important. I think that's beyond important. Um, trying to figure out what you can change inside yourself before you're going to change the world. You know, that's the biggest thing is, is figure out, make yourself the best possible version of yourself. And then, and then let's, 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 let's figure out how to help everyone else. But that doesn't mean tell them how to change. That doesn't mean say, Hey, this worked for me. So you need to do it this way. No, it needs to be, hey, I did finally figure out how to do this. What do I need to do with you to help you figure it out? And then the biggest, the harder parts too is if you have to sit there and go, oh, you don't want to? Okay, that's fine. But I'm always here if you ever change your mind. <sighs> Who knew you'd be getting all this in the first podcast? <laughs> Um, 
you know, I'm going to have a lot of uh, people on here. I'm going to have some interviews. I'm going to have some other things. Um, my next, actually, episode will be, I guess it's technically political, even though I, I didn't get, said I didn't want to get super into it. But um, I think it's an important thing to talk about. I don't know how many of you have heard about the whole VidAngel uh, lawsuit. And I don't even know how many of you know what VidAngel is. But if you haven't heard about VidAngel, it's a filtering system for uh, movies and TV shows, I think. Maybe not TV shows, but just movies. But anyways, it's a filtering system so you can block out things you don't want to see or want to see in movies and whatnot. Um, there's a lawsuit currently they're being sued. Um, if you guys want to go ahead and read up on it and wait till next week and just, you know, I mean, we're not going to, we can't have a discussion, but I, I am going to go over how I feel about it, you know, what my biggest things are about it. And, uh, you know, we'll go from there. And I really, really excited for the rest of Real Meanings, you know. Um, and the reason I want to talk about the VidAngel thing is because it, it goes back to what Real Meanings is about. And I think there's a different issue that we need to be addressing. And uh, I guess that's the biggest thing about Real Meanings in general is with all the stuff going on in the world, with all the stuff going on in your life and my life personally, uh, I always like to know what is really going on here. What's the actual issue? What's, what are you actually mad at? What do you actually care about? So anyways, guys, um, like I said, you know, I think it would be really fun to do that. So this has been Real Meanings, and that's what I said. <laughs>